What is up, my friends and fellow busy bees? Welcome to part one of the Furniture Refinisher's Guide to my place of holy worship, Home Depot. Only slightly exaggerating. In today's episode, I wanted to talk about three offerings that Home Depot has that you may or may not be aware of and just give you some insight into how and why these might be helpful for you as a furniture finisher or someone who aspires to try out doing your first furniture makeover and ways that the Home Depot can help you to do so. Today's episode is not sponsored, however, definitely always open to it. If anyone, the Home Depot is listening, holla at your girl but I truly just use their services so often and they really do have so many different facets of the business of their stores that I don't think a lot of people know about because I know for me at least the first few times I went into Home Depot as an adult because I did spend quite a lot of time there as a kid going with my father. We lived probably like an hour from the closest one so it would be like a Saturday outing of going to Barrie and going to Home Depot with a long list of whatever the hell he needed. He's a very hands-on kind of guy, so Lord knows what he was picking up, but I spent many an hour in the Home Depot and or the Home Depot parking lot. But then when I was an adult, I remember going in for, I don't know, whatever it was that I needed and just being so overwhelmed. Like there is so many things there. They cover so many different departments You can get things all the way from cleaning supplies to light fixtures to lumber to patio furniture, everything in between. So although that is very helpful for a one-stop shop, it can definitely be overwhelming if you don't know where you're going, what you need, and you don't want to look like a total idiot when you're walking around aimlessly, which I know I had a bit of an ego about. Up until recently, I'd be like, I don't need anyone's help. I can find it myself. But you know, there's a lot going on there. Sometimes you do need the help. And when I leaned into this and started being real with myself and being like, get out of your own ass, you can take advice and listen to these people who are here to help. So that's the first thing that I want to say, because if you are a DIY or a furniture finisher, you probably feel like you know a little sum sum already. And you may go in like I did with a bit of an ego being like, I know everything and I don't need any help. But Let me just tell you that the people working at Home Depot are not just people they brought in off the street and threw an orange apron on. These people are really useful resources to have at your disposal. A lot of them are experts in the area that they are working in, at least during the day on weekdays. Like I think those people are the fixtures that are there. On the weekends and evenings, you may potentially get people just working part-time, but when you're going to these specific sections, like the wood section, the plumbing section, the lighting section, you're getting people who typically, I think, are retired from the trade, so they may have been a plumber, they may have been an electrician, but they are such useful resources to talk to and to get advice from and to help ensure that you are getting the products that you need, walking you through the project a lot of times too and letting you know what you have to do. So utilize this resource that is available to you if you're able to go when somebody like that is available on the staff. I find that during the weekdays, it's typically quieter in there as well. So that's a great time to go to be able to take up a little bit more of their time and not feel like there's a big line of people with questions waiting for them. 
I found that to be very useful. I had recently redesigned and renovated our powder room in our home. If you follow me on Instagram or TikTok, you would have seen that series of me redecorating it and getting everything done. And one facet of that included switching out a faucet which in turn turned into changing out the plumbing leading down because we have old stuff from like 1998, whatever. In summary, I had to do a lot more than I thought I was going to have to. And the gentleman who was working in the plumbing section at Home Depot absolutely saved my ass. And I can guarantee saved me hundreds and hundreds of dollars because I've had to hire a plumber a couple times. And let me tell you, it's never cheap. And he was able to direct me to what I needed to get. It worked out well. He was able to show me the configuration to do it all and walk me through the steps. And it was so useful and so helpful. So all that to say, if you are someone who is intimidated when you walk into the store or you're someone who feels like you know everything in the world and you don't need anyone's help, either way, look for someone in an orange apron when you walk in there and they will be able to direct you accordingly and help you get what you need. I'm a big Home Depot fan. Also, I live fairly close to one, so that's really helpful and why I end up there so many times a week. It's like my second home. And just a disclaimer before we jump into the information that I wanted to share with you today, that I am speaking to information that I have compiled from Home Depot Canada specifically. I'm going to go ahead and assume that these same things are offered in the U.S. as well as in Mexico, and I believe those are the only countries that the Home Depot is currently in, but I specifically pulled the information from my experiences in Home Depot Canada as well as their online website. So if you do not have access to one near you, you may not get as much out of this episode. However, that's not to say that a hardware store near you won't have these same options and services available. So it might spark your curiosity, your interest, your memory to go and look for similar services that are offered that can help you out. Okay, so the first item on the Furniture Refinisher's Guide to Home Depot I would like to turn your attention to are their vehicle rentals. Did you know that they offered those? I may have mentioned it on the podcast before, but this is something that I always have in my back pocket as an option if it's ever needed. And it really helps you to expand your potential clientele because whether or not you have a vehicle that's larger and could accommodate furniture pieces, or maybe you don't even have a vehicle at all, and so you can't ever offer delivery or pickup of your pieces, whether it's ones that you have listed for sale or custom projects. This is a really great option to keep in mind as a low cost, high benefit and multi-option solution to the transportation problem. So they have multiple vehicles that are available for rent and you can rent them and use them for unlimited kilometers or miles, but there are a couple terms and conditions that are required. So in Canada, you must be at least 21 years of age to rent them. You have to have a valid driver's license. You have to have a credit card for a $500 deposit at the time of pickup that is not charged to you unless, I guess, you demolish the vehicle, but they just have to keep that for their insurance purposes. And you also need to have valid liability insurance that covers the operation of a non-owned vehicle. And that needs to be from a third party because the Home Depot does not offer that. Unfortunately, they offer a lot of things, but liability insurance is not one of them yet. And then you also need to refill the fuel that you use during the time of the rental. 
but this is an amazing thing to have in the back of your mind, whether you need to move furniture or even honestly, if you're moving yourself, like your belongings to a new home, I would recommend comparing the pricing for this versus something like a U-Haul or budget truck rental or whatever the other brand names are, because it's actually quite affordable for a small cargo van or a pickup truck. I usually do the small cargo van because it can fit quite a bit of stuff, but it's closed in. For the first 90 minutes, it's only $25. And this is typically all I am needing to rent it for because usually it's just a matter of picking up the van. And like I said, it's not far from my house. So then I would go pick up the piece I was going to be delivering, if that's the case, or just head straight to the client's home, pick it up and then go to my house, drop the item off and then jet back over to Home Depot. And I can usually get that accomplished within an hour and a half. So $25 for that. If you need it for a more extended amount of time, you can do a four hour deal for $80. Or if you want to take it for the full day, it's $120. So again, do your own research and compare. But a lot of the time I find that renting a larger vehicle from like a car from a vehicle rental place costs a lot more than that. And it's just a very seamless process at the Home Depot, I find. So another option that you may want to utilize for the furniture is an open trailer that you would attach to your own vehicle. If you want to rent one of those for four hours, it's $27. And if you want to take it for the full day, it's only $39. All these prices are in Canadian, just to note. And then they also have other types of vehicles available. They have medium and large cargo vans. They have a moving box truck and closed trailers as well that you could hook up to the back of your vehicle. So there's a lot of options. It will depend on what's available at your location on the day that you go to get it. If, for example, this is on a Saturday, I would recommend going early in the day, maybe being there right when they open to make sure that you have your pick of the litter. And I don't know if you can reserve them ahead of time. That's something that I didn't look into, but could be worth calling ahead if you have a plan for this. But I do know if you call, you know, within 20 minutes of you heading over to that location, for example, and talking to their rental center, they can give you a heads up of what's currently available. So you know whether it's worthwhile to go to that location or maybe there's another one a little bit further away from you that might have more available that day. So that's a great thing to keep in mind. Again, like I said, whether you need to deliver a piece to a client or you're picking something up to do custom work on it, this just expands the availability of people that you can provide your services to because a lot of people don't even have vehicles or they have something that's small and good on fuel. So maybe just a small car that can't necessarily fit those larger items. Then this allows you to be able to offer that. And I do recommend that you build this price in, in whatever way you decide to do so. When you're providing estimates for custom work, for example, make sure you ask all the questions up front at the point when you're gathering information from them for the custom project. Make sure you ask if they're able to drop the piece off to you or if they would require delivery and then add a charge in for that. You can determine what makes most sense for you. I will link an episode in the show notes below that discusses different options that you could choose to price out your delivery with. I do recommend you charge for it because not only is it potentially the payment of the rental that you will have to pay for upfront, but you also have to pay for any gas used. It's also your time, which I think is something that furniture finishers often overlook as being worthy of putting a dollar amount towards. 
this is something that is a cost that people are typically understanding of and are happy to pay for because they know otherwise they wouldn't be able to have you work on their piece or to have the piece that you have offered for sale and they want it ultimately. So if you say, I'm happy to do this, but it's this amount of money to your area or I have a flat fee delivery fee of this amount, they can tell you whether or not they're comfortable with paying that. And as long as you make all those costs known up front, then it's their prerogative whether or not they want to, right? So the Home Depot rental vehicles, highly recommend. The second item on the Furniture Refinishers Guide to Home Depot are their tool rentals. And these are available out of the same spot that you would rent the vehicles from. They have a large library of tools and equipment that you can rent from them for differing amounts of time that I would highly recommend you check out, not only for furniture refinishing projects, but any sort of home improvement project, home repair, any projects that you're doing where you're gonna have to invest in a new tool that you don't foresee having to utilize all the time after you're done that project, I would recommend just renting it because not only are you gonna have to have that upfront cost of purchasing the item, which is typically pretty costly if it's one of these bigger pieces of equipment, and then you also have to find somewhere to store it. And if your storage room looks anything like mine or your garage is as full as mine is, then you know that you don't need to have another piece of equipment put into your storage that you're never gonna need, use, or want again. So save your money, save your sanity, and look into this option before you get started on your project and make your life so much easier than it needs to be. Now again, there are some conditions for renting their tools and equipment. You must be at least 18 years of age and provide government-issued photo ID that is valid at the time of rental. And you also have to have a valid credit card for a deposit at the time of a pickup. And I think that deposit will probably depend based on what you're renting. And you can look through their catalog of items that they have available, but the different categories that they had are welding tools, flooring tools, generators, ladders and scaffolding, lawn and garden equipment, painting equipment and paint sprayers, plumbing tools, and water pumps, to name a few. There's more, but there's so many within that wide array as well. So take a peek. One thing that I wanted to highlight here is that they do have an orbital sander available. So if you're someone who is wanting to try out a project because maybe you just have a piece of furniture that you really want to make over for your home and you just would prefer to learn how to do it yourself and get it done instead of having it outsourced to somebody and ideally save a bit of money while doing so, I highly recommend you do so. And if you need a guide to help you figure out the steps in doing so, I will link my no BS guide to your first furniture makeover in the show notes of this episode. And don't tell anyone, but there might be a code in there to save you some money off of it. You're welcome. So you might want to be doing that makeover for yourself, or you might be thinking that you want to try this out as a side hustle to make some extra money on the side because Life is so expensive lately, we're all feeling it, and if you're looking for some additional income that you can make in the evenings and weekends, but you don't want to invest in all the tools up front because you don't even know if you're going to enjoy it or not. So they have a 5-inch orbital sander that you could rent for 4 hours at the steep, steep, expensive cost of $11. 
or you can get it for the whole day for $15. Or if you, you know, really want to splurge and take it for the whole week because you don't know how long it's going to take you, or maybe you have a lot of pieces that you'd like to get through, you can rent it for the week for $60. And just as a comparison, that item I looked up and the retail value of it is $109 currently. So if you just have a little quick project that you'd like to get done on the weekend, rent it for the day. If you need it again the next day, go back, get it again. There's $30 invested versus spending $110. And then you can feel it out and you don't have to feel like you're committed to having this new hobby. So check out the tools and equipment rental. And again, keep it in mind if you have any DIY or home improvement projects or landscaping projects that you're going to be working on and doing yourself. The prices are super reasonable and then you can bring it home, get the project done, take it back and not have to worry about that piece of equipment ever again. And the third item on the Furniture Refinisher's Guide to Home Depot that I wanted to direct your attention to is their classes and workshops. Again, this may be something that you did not know that the Home Depot offered, and they have them both in-store and online. And if you have little ones, they offer specifically kids' workshops a lot of the time too, which can be a really great idea if you're looking for something to do with the kids. All of their workshops are free to attend, so you can sign up for updates from them and find out when they are offering different things. I went online today to see what was offered in my area and they have a in-person workshop for building a gingerbread house with the kids. So keep an eye out for those kinds of things. I feel like getting the kids interested in working with their hands and building things and using that side of their brain is a really great thing to encourage. Although I wish I definitely had learned more from my dad growing up who was doing all these DIY projects around me and I had no interest in at the time. I feel like if there had been a more concerted effort to get me to pay attention to what was going on, I would have learned so much and maybe found this passion of mine a lot earlier in life. So try and spark that side of the kids' brains and pique their interest if you can. If nothing else, it'll get them out of the house and off of their iPads for a little bit at no cost to you. And I also mentioned that they offer online classes. So at any given moment, these are available on demand, again, for free. So they have lots of different categories of workshops. And when you click into each one of them, it outlines the skill level required for that project, the time required, and the tools that you'll need. So that's really helpful. And then at the bottom of it, after you go through it, there's also related resources that might be interesting to you based on the workshop that you just completed so you can continue your learning. So they have it set up really well. It's very user-friendly, so I highly recommend checking that out. One of the categories they have is tool basics. So some of the on-demand workshops available are how to use a power drill, how to use a sander, how to use a circular saw, and how to use a nail gun, which are all very good, very useful things to review and get to know before you use those tools. They also have a category called home repair basics, and they offer workshops such as how to patch drywall, how to replace a kitchen sink, how to replace a window screen, how to tile a backsplash, and within the bath project basics, some of the videos included how to replace a faucet, how to install a toilet, and how to replace a broken ceramic tile. So these are all really relevant things that you may need to figure out how to do if you are a homeowner or you're looking to do furniture refinishing. 
So check out their catalog that they have available and then sign up for their updates so that you can find out about classes that are available in store near you. And this is a great way to pick up some skills without having to subscribe to some paid service like Skillshare or Masterclass or something like that. You can get access to all of this for free and add it to your list of skills. And something you may not know about me, I love little motivational messages. They always get me fired up and I keep a running list of ones that are especially catchy or speak to me in the notes app on my phone. So I end every podcast episode with one of those that I've noted down over the years in hopes that you leave our time here each week feeling inspired, motivated, and ready to take on whatever comes your way this week. So this week's Mel's motivational message is the cave you fear to enter holds the treasure you seek. So I recommend whatever it is that you are a little bit nervous to embark on or something that you've been thinking about trying out but you don't quite know if you can or if you should. If you have been nervous to go and check out your local Home Depot and see what they have available or talk to one of their experts, Whatever it is that you are nervous about entering is going to have the skills, the knowledge, the results that you are looking for, and that's why you haven't achieved it yet. So put on those big girl panties, hike them on up, and step outside your comfort zone, and I promise it will pay off this week. All right, that's it for now. I appreciate your time, and I will catch you guys next week.